0: This is CPX number 42, Heaven and Hell. The twelfth article of the Creed is found in the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X. Question and answer number 1 through 7. God give you his peace. In nomine Patris, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Heavenly King, Consoler spirit, spirit of truth, who art present everywhere and filling all things, treasure of all good and source of all life. Come dwell on us, cleanse us and save us, you who are all good. Amen. In nomine Patris, Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Today we are in the final section of the Creed, which is the first part of the Catechism of Pope St. Pius X. The twelfth article of the Creed, question number one. What are we taught by the last article, Life Everlasting? Answer, the last article of the Creed teaches us that after the present life, there is another life, eternally happy for the elect in heaven or eternally miserable for the damned in hell. Question number two, can we comprehend the bliss of heaven? Answer, no, we cannot comprehend the bliss of heaven because it is beyond the scope of our limited minds and because the goods of heaven cannot be compared with the goods of this world. Question number three, in what does the happiness of the elect consist? Answer, the happiness of the elect consists in forever seeing, loving, and possessing God, the source of all good. Question number four, in what does the misery of the damned consist? Answer, the misery of the damned consists in being forever deprived of the vision of God and punished with eternal torments in hell. Question number five, are the happiness of heaven and the miseries of hell for the soul alone? Answer, the happiness of heaven and the miseries of hell at present affect the soul alone because at present the soul alone is in heaven or in hell. But after the resurrection of the flesh, man in the fullness of his nature, that is, in body and in soul, will be forever happy or forever tormented. Question number six, shall the bliss of paradise and the miseries of hell be the same for all men? Answer, the bliss of heaven in the case of the blessed and the miseries of hell in the case of the damned will be the same in substance and in eternal duration, but... In measure or degree, they will be greater or less according to the extent of each one's merits or demerits. Question number seven, what does the word amen signify at the end of the creed? Answer, the word amen at the end of a prayer signifies, so be it. At the end of the creed, it signifies, so it is. That is to say, I believe that all things contained in these 12 articles are most true, and I am more certain of them than if I had seen them with my eyes. Thus are the words of the Holy Pope. Timestamp. And now I, Father David Nix, am going to give you a slightly detailed analysis of just two of those, number three and number seven. Number three says, "In what does the happiness of the elect consist? Answer, the happiness of the elect consists in forever seeing, loving, and possessing God, the source of all good, My main message to you today is that everything in your life should be done in light of heaven and hell. We have a really big danger. There's a lot of priests and bishops out there teaching that pretty much anybody who's good, anyone who has some good feelings towards God at the end of their life, is going to go to heaven. There's two really huge problems with this. The first is this. That ignores the teaching of St. Thomas Aquinas that a supernatural goal cannot be reached by natural powers. In other words, what he's saying is that the supernatural good of heaven cannot be reached without grace. It doesn't matter how good you are, you still need grace. Which leads us to number two, why staying in sanctifying grace is absolutely the most important thing daily for your family and why priests and bishops should be teaching this instead of social justice. Because see, this isn't just your eternal goal. This needs to be your daily goal to be in grace. This is everything, heaven and hell. You see, the saints saw heaven and hell as even more real than earth in some sense. Because if we understood what was at stake in avoiding sin, We wouldn't even entertain the possibility of doing it. Now, here's the thing. It's really pretty terrifying if you think about it. Purgatory doesn't last forever. Because the fact is this, 100% of the people you see out walking on the streets, in a stadium, on a soccer field, in a mall, 100% of those people will be either one day in that state where Pope St. Pius X said would be for countless people, quote, forever seeing, loving, and possessing God, the source of all good, or... Those countless damned souls, quote, deprived forever of the vision of God and punished with eternal torments in hell, end quote. Black and white, there's no middle ground. This is why we have to do everything in light of heaven and hell. And so I beg you to make every decision all day long based on heaven or hell because it really is more real than this passing world. And finally, question number seven. Question number seven, what does the word amen signify at the end of the creed? Answer, the word amen at the end of a prayer signifies, so be it. At the end of the creed, it signifies, so it is. That is to say, I believe that all things contained in these 12 articles are most true, and I am more certain of them than if I had seen them with my eyes. Okay, a few of my own thoughts on this. You know, that's the other thing that 2020 has done for us is unveil so many of the lies in the world, which means that for some of those who take truth and common sense seriously, probably most of you listeners out there, Christ, I believe, is going to be even easier to follow in 2021 and i don't mean that sarcastically even if we're mocked by by family and friends that part's going to be hard but because truth and lies are so delineated at this point in some sense it's going to be easier to follow christ in 2021 even if we're persecuted for it but here we are at the end of the creed the first section of the cpx and what a beautiful way for the pope to end how important we are to see all of the articles of the creed that he has already outlined and all the articles of the of the catechism he is to outline in the future because we just learn from him, quote, I am more certain of them than if I had seen them with my eyes, end quote. That's how you need to see our faith as being more real than anything physical. Friends and family, this Christmas may want you to see your own religion as maybe like a fingernail compared to the whole body of life. Of this life that we live you have to say no my faith is like the blood that fills every part of my body and soul my faith is like blood without which no other part of my life can hold together I'm more sure of the Catholic faith than the future of the United States you may have to say I'm more sure of the Catholic faith than the nose on my face than anything anyone has ever told me our Catholic faith is not therapeutic psychology but the truest thing on planet earth even if it is denied by those who should be most defending it at the top, but who have apostatized. The articles of our Catholic faith are not just important, but so real. So important that, quote, I am more certain of them than if I had seen them with my eyes, end quote. That is how we have to start seeing our faith. This is divine revelation, more true than anything we've ever heard or seen. And real quick closing note, I'm behind on correspondence and I'm behind on reading all my prayer requests. So, what I did is put this sign above my altar. I pray for all benefactors, spiritual and material, as well as all listeners and readers, and all your family members, living and dead. Please say, In our Father, for me, at benedictio de omnipotentis, patri et, et spiritu santi, de supervos et et semper. Amen.